morning, Freilich and Hanukkah. Today's shir is going to be the second part of Inyan Hanukkah. We started the other day, we started speaking about the concept of Hanukkah. Why did Chazal Dafke institute that it should be on the candles? Candles are something more spiritual. There is obviously something going on spiritually here. And we have to understand what exactly that means. And the last thing that we said, we asked the question that Aaron Akoyin is commanded to light the Menorah twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. And in the morning, he uses the Lushen, Baviker, Baviker, Beitibu Asaneres Yaktirena. He uses the Lushen Beitibu, which, li- which literally means when you make when you make it better. And in the evening, he uses the Lushen Ubaalis. And we said that Knesset Yisrael, the source of the Jews, are called the Menera. The Menera is in one solid piece. And the same thing, the Yidin, the source, they all come from one place. And in general, all the 600,000 Jews, they all come from the seven, there's seven different types of general Yidin out there. And that's what the seven branches of the Menera signify. And then the last thing we said is that Aaron's job is, he is one of the shepherds, and he brings that the love that you have to the Eberster should be uh, a lasting Ava. Because without Hashem's help, since a, a, we people are coarse and we're Megushim, so the way that we're able to have this help is with Hashem. And this is also with the help of Aaron Akim. That's, that's where we stopped the other day. So we're holding... Um, the paragraph starts with Inyan Chanukah. Okay, so now the Alter Rebbe says, This is the meaning of the two phrases, Ba'alis, he will bring up the fire of the lamps of the Menera, and Heitivu, he will make better. We asked, why, the, why different expressions? Why in the morning does the Torah use the expression hitivu? He will make better. And at night, the Torah uses the expression ba'alis, he will bring up. So he says like this. The Gemara says, the Gemara in Yuma says, that even though a fire comes down from heaven, even though there's a fire that descends from Shamayim onto the Mizbeach, which consumes the, the offering, which consumes the carbon. Nevertheless, the halacha is mitzvah lahavi minahedit. It's a mitzvah to bring it from man made effort. In other words, there's two types of fires there's a fire that comes, milmaila, that consumes the Mizbeach, and then there's a fire that has to be a man made fire. Why is that? So he says, Pirish, what's the deeper explanation why there's two fires? Now, he's going to explain that the fire on the Mizbeach that consumes the, the, the carbon 
It's like a metaphor for the love of Hashem in our heart that consumes the nefesh Bahamas, that consumes the animal soul. So just like on the Mizbeach, there were two types of fire, a fire which came from above and a fire which was made by man, so too there are two types of fiery loves to Hashem. One, fire, one fiery love to Hashem is a gift, milmailo, and the other one comes, it's, it's man-made effort. So he's going to explain this. Pidish, why is there two types of fires? So he says, the fire that comes from man-made efforts, so he says that the man-made fire represents the love of Hashem that a person is awakened in himself coming from the recognition of Hashem's kingdom. That Hashem is found in the worlds. Hashem is great. He's awesome. He's the king over all the worlds above and below. So the first Ava basically comes from a person, like the Al-Tareb is going to explain in a few lines, contemplating how a person awakens in himself that Hashem is basically the king of everywhere. He's found in the worlds. And he's great. He's awesome. He's the king over the worlds above and below. And all the hosts of heaven bow to you. And there are thousands and millions and hundreds of millions of angels that stand before Hashem. As explained in the Gemara. As the Gemara and Zayar explain the different types of worlds which bring out Hashem's greatness. In a similar idea we find that the Chacham instituted to say, We say, by Shema, before we say, we say, Now, the simple taich, the simple definition of Baruch Shem means, blessed be the name of His glorious kingdom. So we say, Baruch Shem from after you say Shema, after we say Baruch Shem What does that mean? Why are we saying, blessed be the name of, uh, of His glorious kingdom? So he says, by contemplating on Hashem's glorious kingdom and the creation and how Hashem is over millions of worlds and infinite creatures, a Yid will then be able to experience Ve'ahavta. So we say like this. We say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lelikin Hashem Echot, Baruch Shem Kaveid Machus Lelenavod, Blessed be the name of His glorious kingdom, and through contemplating about Baruch Shem Kaveid Machusay, then a person can experience the level of Ve'ahavta. So he says, Vaiter Kihine. We're holding um, page 64. Those who are using the these uh, the regular Torah, page sixty-four, the second line, Kihine. He says like this: Kihine Amrim. We say every day by Baruch Shamar Yochid. We say Hashem is Yochid. He's the only one. Chei Ha'Elamim Melech. He is the life of all worlds. Meshubach Umefayer Adei Ad Shmei Hagadol. 
praised and glorified forever, and ever is His great name. Now, what does it mean, Hashem is the only one? We're saying Hashem is Yachid, He's the only one. He gives life to the world, and He's a king. He's praiseworthy. Um, it means He's praiseworthy like, and He's exalted to the highest levels. So what, what exactly does that mean? So he says like this, Piddish, what is the meaning of this saying? So we say like this, Yachid, Yachid, what's the difference between Yachid and Echot? So he says that Yachid is higher than the level of Echot. Why? Echot is like the, the Gemara and Baruch says, that Hashem is in the heavens and the earth in the four directions. Echad is comprised of Aleph, Ches, and Dalet. Aleph is one. That refers to Aluf, the master. Hashem is one. Ches is the gematria of Ches is eight, which refers to the seven heavens and the one earth, which together they add up to be eight. Dalid is the four directions of north, south, east, and west. So, the word Echad represents how Hashem is the master over the heavens and the earth. In other words, Hashem is in charge. Hashem is the master. But He's, but he's the master of what? Over the heavens and the earth. And He explains further. All of the spiritual worlds above have no significance to any independent importance at all compared to Hashem, and before Him everything is like nothing, and compared to Hashem it's considered like literally non-existence. And there's nothing besides for Him. So therefore, Nikra Echot. So therefore Hashem is referred to as one. Why? When He's compared to the worlds, so He's, 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 he's one. He's one over all the worlds. What's the terminology? What does it mean, only one? It means that he's alone and himself. He's alone in his own category. And he's not in the category of worlds at all. It's like, what's the common denominator between somebody who has a dollar and a, and a billion dollars? So you can say, yeah. <laughs> so what's what's the common denominator? We we both have money. Yes, I have a dollar. You have a billion dollars, but it has a comparison. Lahavdil, when you say that Hashem is Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokin, Hashem Echod, you're speaking about the level of the Eibister. How he has a connection connection to the world. He's an Echod of the Ches and the Dalit. When you say Yachid, Yachid Cheha Ilamin, you're basically speaking about how Hashem has no connection, no signif- the world has no significance to Him. Which means even the highest worlds and highest everything has no significance. Not, everything's nothing to Hashem. Exactly. So he says like this, 
Yochid means that he is alone himself, he's alone in his own category, and he's not in the same category as the worlds at all. So that's what it means, Yochid. What does it mean, Cheha Ilam Melech? What does it mean, he's the life of all the worlds? Pirish. All the life of the worlds, which with Hashem gives life and creates everything, above and below, only comes from the level of Melech, which means Malchus. They all receive their life from the level of Hashem's kingship, as a result of him being their king. In other words, how did a person come into, how did anything come into existence is from the level of king, the level of Malchus, the lowest level of all the Seder Shtashlus, that's where it came to be. So we're saying, Mela, Yachid, Hashem is really non-existence to the world. And the world has no shaykhs to, to Hashem. Chei ha'ilamim melech, and anything that's alive where does it get its chayis from the love of Melech? From the love of Malchus. The fact that his name is praised and glorified, this praise that comes from understanding his greatness, which means that he's, Hashem's greatness is forever and ever. There's no limit in his greatness. And above all the spiritual worlds, there are infinite levels of praise, one level higher than the next, without any limitation. So that's what it means. Again, Yachid, he's alone, he has no shaykhs. melech. All the chayas comes from the level of melech. Meshubach mefayar, the highest levels of Hashem. Even above all the spiritual worlds, there's infinite levels of praise. One level higher than the next, without any limitation. And all these levels of praise are only for His great name. Meaning, they are only from the levels of Hashem's name and kingship, which extends over them. So even the highest levels of all the worlds even higher than all the spiritual worlds that we know about or we don't know about, all comes from the level of Malchus. And these praisers are not able to be applied to Hashem's essence and being at all. There's no thought that can grasp Him at all. He's alone to Himself and only His name is able to be exalted as it says, Malchuscha, your kingship, Malchus is what creates the kingdom of all the worlds. This is what the Gemara Megillah means by saying, in a place that you think that you're finding Hashem's greatness, you're really finding His humility. As it's written in Tehillim, he lowers himself to look upon the heaven and the earth. Which means that from Hashem's perspective, he considers this as lowering himself 
and humility to give life to the souls of the lowly. So what does it mean in the place that you find the greatness of Hashem, you find the humility, because for Hashem to bring His greatness into the world, that's a great humility. Like it says, He lowers Himself to look upon the heavens and the earth. This that Hashem, we say, that Hashem supports the falling, and He heals the sick, and he straightens the bent over. We say this in Shemun Esrei. That all comes from Hashem's humility. And the whole attribute of Malchus, of kingship, is called Eretz, which means the land. Why? Because... It's, it's for Hashem to lower himself, it's likened to the lowly earth that everyone steps upon. Since Hashem's attribute of Amalchus descended from the place of Atzilus, in order for the king, his name will be called on, on it. So why do we compare, why do we say that Hashem's Malchus is Eretz? Because just like Eretz, everyone steps upon it, the land, everyone tramples on it. So to Malchus, it's a, it's a very gr- a great descent for Hashem. So when any created being that will take the heart to think deeply into the greatness of Hashem and his wondrous acts in the creation of the worlds, in the Yaskil he'll realize that it's a great humility for Hashem. Because nothing is comparable to Hashem at all, and He's not in the same category of existence at all in the world. He's equally higher above everything, and makes from the greatest to smallest, it's all the same thing for Him. So when a person contemplates into all of this, He will become excited, and His neshama will become inflamed. And his heart will experience the level of with all your soul. To leave the limitations of the world. So when a person actually takes this, this, um, takes this exercise and he thinks, and he contemplates in all, th- all these levels, through that he will grasp and have a, an appreciation for Hashem, and that will also infuse the level of Bechon Nafshecha, that he'll want to leave the limitations of the world. Why? Because he's going to want to experience Hashem. But Shekosov, as it's written to Tehillim, Mili Bashamayim, V'imchalei Chafatz Tibaretz, says, Zavad HaMelech writes, Who do I have with me in the heavens, besides for Hashem? V'imchalei Chafatz Tibaretz, and besides for you, I don't want anything on the earth, my flesh and heart yearns for Hashem. And this is what it means. And you should love Hashem, your Hashem. What is love? The word Ava comes from Meshesh Ava. Ava means to yearn. So Ava means to yearn. It's not a desire. 
What's he going to desire? The Hainu? Means that the person has a strong inner desire that Hashem that Hashem should be his God by actually connecting to him. and by actually connecting to him. So the person thinks that everything is coming from the level of Malchus, and Vahafta he's gonna desire. Usually Vahafta you should love Hashem. But the Altareb is saying a little bit deeper. Vahafta you're gonna desire. What are you going to desire? That Hashem should be your God. And through this arousal from below of the person, the light of this love from above will shine on him. So first, when a person th- thinks into Baruch Shem, and automatically he's going to desire that Hashem Aleikecha, so this is all Aveda, which comes from Asusa de Lasata. So eventually, he's going to get a Ur Ha'ava, he's going to get a life from above, which is going to cause him to make him even greater and intensify the flaming love of Hashem in his heart, more than, he'll, than he would be able to arouse on his own capacity and more than the ability he receives, even from the source of his neshama. Why? Because the neshama is also limited in a finite creation. The korvel Hashem mamish, to cause him literally to come close to Hashem. Ubitul elav b'metzius mamish, ayidei p'chinas aren kahano rabo. And basically, he like surrenders his entire ego to Hashem. And this comes through the level of Aaron the Kayin Gadol who represents the kindness of Hashem higher than Atzilus. So once a person has, and he has his own Aveda, of the Ahavta, Hashem Hashem will give him He'll give him like a gift, Nomaila. And how does he attain this gift? How does, he, how does this work? This is Dafka through Aaron HaKain. So he says, Vaiter ki ve'ahavta b'gemachar beis pa'amim like we said, there are two levels of Hashem's love. And this is expressed in the word Ve'ahavta. Now, Ve'ahavta has the same numerical value as two times the word Ur. Ve'ahavta is Begematria Ve'ahavta. Tuf is, uh, we say Vav is six, Aleph is one, He is five, Bez is two, is 400. Altogether, how much is that? 414. The word Ur if you take Aleph, Vav, Resh, it's 207. So 2 times Ur, 2 times 207 is how much? 414. So, Ve'ahavta, Beis, Pa'amim, Ur. 2 times Ur is the same numerical value as Ve'ahavta. What's the connection? Because there are two types of love. You have the love which comes through your own Aveda. And then, eventually, you're given a love, which is a gift, my love from Hashem. So he says, So the higher level of love that Hashem gives you, that's referred to as He will improve the light. He will, he will improve it. From the goodness and kindness from above, <coughs> Hashem bestows His love on the humble people. 
to improve and make greater the love that was aroused by the person from below. <clears throat> what does Beitivu mean? Beitivu means when he makes better. So we ask the question, how come the Torah uses the terminology in the morning? When Aaron lights the Menera, uses the terminology Beitivu, and at night he uses, or in the evening, he uses the Lashon of Baalis. <clears throat> so he says like this, on a simple level, this means that in the morning, Aaron had to make the manure better. How did he make it better? He had to clean out the manure. No? Yeah, yeah. One of the last uh, the other day, we asked, "How come in the morning does it say beitivoi, and at night it says baalis?" So he says beitivoi means that you're making it better. Now, in the literal sense, what does it mean that Aaron made better? Is he cleaned out the manure? He cleaned out the ashes or the burnt oil of the previous night. On a deeper level, what does this mean? Al-Tareb is explaining that the phrase to mean that Aaron cleaned out means that he's, what does it mean that he's making better? That Aaron basically helps that the level, Milmaila, that your Ava, that you attained with your own effort, should be, Be'etivah should be better. How does he make it better? Is by helping you through the love of Hashem that's, that's added. What does it mean, what does it mean the, the revelation? That Aaron basically helps you, that the level, the gift, Milmaila, that Hashem is giving you, he helps you, um, he helps you attain that level. Ah, <coughs> he says, Even the arousal from below, which we described, that awakens himself, that a person awakens himself to the desire to connect to Hashem, this is also a gift from Hashem. It's not according to the ability of the person according to his inborn characteristics. What the Alter Rebbe is saying is even the first Ava that a person has, the Sasrusa de Lasata, even whatever love that a person has, it's also a gift from Hashem. And the level, the first level of Hashem, this is referred to as Baalis Aaron. Aaron will bring up that Aaron gives the what does it mean Aaron? He means that the level of Aaron that exists above, he gives the power to the Yidin, to the source of the people to be able to arouse this love for Hashem. <clears throat> so why do we say because even the level of the first level of Ava that a Yid has what Bechlau gives the Hisairus to Bechlau want to work on this Ava? This is through Aaron. Tzalderech, we say by Elul that the Aved of Elul is Asurusa de Lesata, and the Aved of Tishrei, or, or the Aved of Tishrei is Asurusa de Leila, or the Aved of Nisan is Asurusa de Leila. But then you have the Yud Gimel Midas So the question is, where does the Yud Gimel Midas come in? So it explains Achsidis. That the Yud Gimel is like the jump starter that Bechlal gets you to want to work on yourself. So what, how does a person's Ava, how does he Bechlal want to get in touch with his Ava? How does he want to Bechlal want to work on this innate love? This is through Ba'alis, through Aaron Akain's Aveda.
Okay, we'll stop here. We'll, we'll continue the Maimon Ritzeshem tomorrow. We'll finish it up.